All right. Yes, indeed. Anybody just tuning in hasn't been keeping score. You listen to the Killogic Effect. You can uh, find us lurking all around your favorite social media networks. You can also find us doing all sorts of live streaming over on Twitch. And right now, you can find us talking to Mr. Richie Randall of Grave Uffer. How are you doing, brother? What is up, Joe? <laughs> I'm doing well, sir. <laughs> awesome. So, uh, yeah, dude. You've, uh, you've been, uh, pretty busy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude, it's been crazy busy. So, tell me, uh, tell me, uh, about, see, last time we talked, um, you were, uh, what, you had, you were just about to release the, uh, EP, or just had released the EP, um. Yeah, I think we had just released it, like, not long before. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you, you, you'd think I'd, uh, have that figured out. <laughs> but, uh, no, I remember because, um, because, uh, what, what screwed me up was, uh, the, uh, the interview. We, uh, we had to cut it short because of, uh, some things that came up. And then the whole world shut off. So. Right. That, that really, uh, you know, changed things a little bit. But, um, which brings me, um, to my, uh, my first uh, point with you guys uh, pretty much uh, produced a great deal of this um, all throughout the uh, the lockdown and all that, correct? Right. Oh, yeah, pretty much all of it. So what was that all like? Yeah, that was pretty uh, was interesting for sure. I mean, we had only written, we had some like ideas and shit that you know how you do. You're get the inspiration and you're like oh I gotta record this on my phone right they got their damn phone up their ass <laughs> so you uh, <laughs> so you get your phone out of your ass and then you record it onto your ass phone unless you're really <laughs> skilled with the ass muscles <laughs> <laughs> right so, so, so we all have these ideas on our butt phone and um, I mean it was probably if I had to get like maybe a third to a half the record was the stuff that we had written already and we started like getting together to record this in February I'm trying to remember it's kind of been a blur man it's crazy so uh, so yeah around that time basically in the winter you know we started like putting the ideas together and then uh the whole pandemic shit happens when we're like starting to record right and uh so like the thing about the record was we made a decision early on before we even just went in the so-called studio (laughs) that we were gonna like write and record kind of at the same time um we had never done that before and we're always trying to do something different right well, I'm saying yeah. that about you guys a lot, how you guys are always switching it up, doing different things, working, you know, I mean, that's uh, yeah. one of the things about you guys, so that's right. that's and a pretty ballsy forward. move, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was it was kind of, like, freaky and 
almost terrifying in a way. And then we uh, had a, you know, our, our drummer Jay had been with us for, oh gosh, not even a year at that point. Right. So, so it was kind of cool. We got to play a bunch of shows with them and play out of town and out of state. You know, it, it, that was, that was, that helped a lot, I think. So Right, to get all that connection. Right, exactly. So, um, so we get going on the recording process, and then uh, Jay's a singer. He's a guitar player. You know, you know how drummers are. They like to do everything. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> and so he brings in some cool riffs, and, and they're on the record. And That's awesome. He's on, yeah, dude. And so it's like it's cool because it's just another approach. You know, it's, it's like I probably wouldn't have thought to like play that way or whatever that's why we keep the cauldron open for everybody you know so well that kind of uh, reminds me of um uh with uh chris cornell uh when he's talking about yeah. super unknown how he didn't even know how to oh, play yeah. a guitar and <laughs> he just started learning and writing these riffs and that's why there's these, you know, riffs that are very kind of unconventional or, you know, that, mm-hmm. and what make that album so, you know, unique and awesome. Uh, but right. that, that's, that's the thing though, is it, instead of getting entrenched in this one, when other people, especially like a drummer is adding guitar parts and, you know, it really adds a different dynamic. That's wicked cool. Yeah, it does, man. And like, uh, the the song Quarantine War Machine that's yeah. mostly Jay's like no shit. I would never riff that way dude you know what I mean like <clears throat> the first half of that song are, are his riffs and then the second half are, are Mike's and myself and we just kind of you know put them together that's awesome work that way so a lot of the as far as the songwriting process was like we put our riffs in a big pile we're like this one's cool this one's really cool this one's eh that one kind of sucks. Maybe I don't believe <laughs> that one. Yeah, you know? totally that get rid cool. of that. <laughs> Let's never speak of it again. <laughs> never speak of it again. Nah, we don't. We typically don't. Do that. We'll hang on to them. <laughs> so um, now the, it's funny, like uh, the stuff that, like I've been listening to the stuff that didn't make the album I'm like man this could be cool for something else you know right just you know kind of you kind of know what the vibe is at the time I don't know it's such a mystery (laughs) like it just it either feels right or it doesn't right yeah I mean as as you know records are a like a photograph or at that point in time you know it's how you're feeling at that point in time um, anyway so as we're writing this record, we're starting to record it, and we're just in the studio for like like half the day, you know, and uh, call, you know, a couple days a week, and then working day jobs, and so we're just really slaving away on this thing. Right, and, yeah, uh, trying we, to do regular life, and... Yeah, yeah, and so um, our singer at the time, Jane, uh, He's getting ready to start recording vocals. He records one verse. He's like, "Hey guys, I need to. I don't know if I'm. Just, I don't know if I'm feeling it today. Can we just work? You know, work on drum tracks or something? I'm like, okay. Right. So, a couple minutes go by. I think we start recording drum tracks, and then uh, Jay 
like screwed up on a take or something and then James pipes in and he goes guys I need to say something and then he drops the bombshell that he wants to leave the band yeah <laughs> and so like god I can imagine that that feeling in the pit of your stomach <laughs> and so everybody's there the whole band was there and we're like holy shit you know like, I mean really it was definitely <laughs> yeah you know, it was uh I mean, I can't say at the time we saw signs, but in, you know how hindsight Right, is. Like, hindsight's well, always twenty twenty. yeah. It is, and, you know, there were times where we're like, you know, I could tell maybe he wasn't as into it, you know, and maybe he was, like, kind of in his own world when on the trips to and from cities when we're playing shows, that kind of thing. Right, you yeah. Know, you don't really... You don't think about it at the time, but looking back, you're like, eh, maybe he was kind of losing interest. Well, yeah, because at the time, you, you're all caught up in, in your experience and what, you know, exactly. to, to, you know, it's it's hard to, you know, especially it's a, a whole bunch of you, so it isn't like right. you can, you know, it'd be right. different if it was just you and him and you noticed he's, exactly. you know. I mean, yeah, and like you say, there's just, you're, you're caught up in your own trip and there's a mm -hmm. lot of other shit going on and, you know, it, it's, it's a busy freaking thing, man. Right. You know, so, and uh, you're driving, you're trying to find an exit or whatever, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, we missed the exit. Focused. James, how are you feeling? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, are you, uh, are you going to be okay? <laughs> you know, so... That's awesome. <laughs> but, but really, you know, that's exactly it. Exactly, you know? though, yeah. <laughs> so he so he drops the bombshell, and we're like, oh, my God, you know. We're, we're literally in the middle of recording this record. Right. And uh, so it, the timing was just... Uh, he said that he really thought recording the record would bring his fire back. And that's fair. Right. There, you know. Mm -hmm. and he wanted to give he, it a try. You got to respect that. He did. And, and we definitely do. And we're still very, you know, James, we've been friends with him since like the mid-90s. Right. I mean, you know, he's an old friend. Yeah, I know. You guys and, uh, have been friends for a long time. Yeah. Right. And so that was, it was really tough, you know. The, the thing that's cool about being old friends like that is you can be honest. Right. And yep. You know, without like hurting each other's feelings, or you know what I'm saying. It's like you know where you're coming from when you talk to each other. And so right. It was it, everything went cool, and of course we're disappointed. And uh, but he was really honest, and he said he felt like he was holding us back a little bit. And we're like, no way, dude, no way. We we were trying to you know um, defuse the situation, I guess. Right. Yeah. But then it's. It's like there were times when we've listened back to some of this new stuff, and we're like, "Well, maybe he was right." I don't, I don't know. I mean, it just kind of like, like you said, with the whole hindsight thing, it did kind of seem like maybe he was. You know, there were some comments he would make when we were, were writing, recording the stuff. He's like, "Man, this new stuff is crazy, guys." And maybe that was just him thinking out loud that I don't know if I could have the chops for this you know? right I just I don't know so so we got uh, we're like what, what the fuck we're we gonna do 
know, so Travis, or not Travis, Jay and myself were like, well, maybe we can try singing. And so we practiced, you know, in the middle of trying to record this fucking record. <laughs> we practiced, you know. And uh, we had to do some rehearsals and see if we could even do singing and playing at the same time business. Right. And it was, I it can, was just... I can tell you from personal experience, it's not easy. It's it's not, and I've done it in previous bands, but, but you know, Grey Pepper is kind of a different animal, and it's, right. uh, the stuff's definitely more complicated at times, and I mean, it depends on the song, of course, but I don't know, I feel like some of our songs, like the Specialist New Record, it gets pretty... Uh, not progressive, but, you know, I mean, there's lots of parts and stuff on some of them. Right. Well, and the change-ups so. and everything, and, and it's hard, you know, it's like the whole, you know, patting your head and rubbing your belly at the same time thing. Mm -hmm. and, exactly. And then when it's, the song is constantly changing or whatever, I mean, it, it really, uh, it can get to being somewhat limits of impossible. <laughs> you know? Exactly. <laughs> The thing is, like, we were like... We're not rushed, man. I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> that dude's crazy. <laughs> yeah, you're like, now you know why Rush are so highly regarded. Right? Mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they still, I mean, ugh, amazed. Oh, God, yeah. yeah <laughs> and he's using his feet and playing pedals. Playing and, pedals. And all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's like playing two instruments and singing. <laughs> it's right, like, it's like, Jesus, dude. Yeah, you can't fuck with that guy. <laughs> Making everybody else look like guy. slouches, period. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> it's like, dude, his brain goes off in like 900 different directions at the same time, and it all is the same. You know, like, so, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, yeah, having, uh, having uh, those levels of... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Coordination. No. <laughs> so, so you, you, you were, you kept going with, you know, trying to do the, the vocals, right? Right, right. And so what we were thinking was, um, we don't want to sacrifice the music to make the vocals easier, but we don't want to sacrifice an intense vocal and have, you know, a riff be cheesy or, like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Something was going to have to give. And we're like, we just need to get a singer. Yeah. And so that's when we, uh, for lack of a better term, held audition. And uh, we had a handful of guys come up and try out. And uh, it, was, it was between a couple of guys and we ended up going with Travis, and it's kind of crazy that Travis and James were like best friends. Well, that's cool. Yeah, so it was really pretty wild. Uh, Travis was in a project with our bass player, Mike, called Skunk Works Audio Unit, and they do these trippy, like, psychedelic kind of music, and um, cool. they'll take, like, you know the old movies like uh, Metropolis. Oh yeah, you were telling me about that. They put new, um, they put new soundtracks and stuff to them, right? Yeah, yeah. They basically yep. wrote a soundtrack for the silent film, like Island of what is it, the uh, Cabinet of Doctor Caligari, mm -hmm. and 
fan of the opera. They've you had several now. You had linked me up with some of them a while back. I think the last time we talked about it or whatever. Yeah. And um, yeah, so yeah, I went down a rabbit hole on that one. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, it, it's pretty. It's pretty out there. It's pretty wild, and um, they got all kinds of instrumentation going on. But Travis is part of that with mine. That's and cool. It's kind of yeah. It is pretty cool. Like a touch of that skunkwork stuff snuck into the new grave upper, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I got I got some some questions to ask about. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. There's there's like keyboards and stuff in there. And, you know, horns, horns, <laughs> yeah. And there's yeah. at least two songs that I noticed a horn's pretty prominent in there. I was yeah, that, that was our friend Doug. Yeah, he's he's got a whole project that he does. Like, yeah. dude, this is gonna this is crazy. He was in a band called the Ben Miller Band, and they toured with fucking ZZ Top like wow. all the world. Yeah. Nice. I've seen ZZ yeah. Top a handful of times. Awesome, awesome band. The last time oh, I dude, saw yeah. him was, I think it was like Electrolysis or something like that. It was Elect Electro something tour they oh, were man. on, and um, mm -hmm. oh my god, I I was just so blown away about like how like in like wild they were and out you know jumping up and down like man you're gonna break a hip I know. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i just couldn't you know and they, they constantly right. the way they interacted yeah. with the crowd and everything zz top is like right. a freaking awesome show to go to oh man what a band what and, a band and the showgirls I mean. <laughs> right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah they're they're just they've been around so long it's like how can you not respect that oh yeah I've been a fan of ZZ Top for a long time since I was a kid but that's oh, yeah. cool though so they were they were they like did a whole tour with them they did several tours with them no shit yeah Europe and freaking Japan and the US multiple times wow like a couple years well that's pretty crazy yeah that's killer, man. Yeah, he plays horns on a record, man. <laughs> <laughs> and now here yeah. he is on a Grave Huffer album. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, uh, um, well, uh, well, first, actually, uh, so you got, you hooked up with Travis, and, yeah. and then, um, so how did that all, like, was it, like, pretty much, you guys knew right from, you know, the first few songs that this was gonna... Yeah, it was like, I'm trying to think, we had done a few, like, songs, like, older songs. I remember the song, we did the song Grave Upper. Right. That was the first song we played with Travis. And we, myself, Jay, and Travis, we all kind of, like, sang together. And it sounded so cool. I was like, man, I'm kind of liking this multiple vocal approach. Right. You know, Jay and I just Jay and I would sing the parts that we could sing, and it just happened to work out so good. That's it cool. Like this fucking demon, you know, it was like this this monster, you know. That's <laughs> like awesome. All our vocals together, you know, all our vocals together just sounded like real gnarly and just oh, it was an awesome sound. So we're like, why don't we record the new record with this approach? And that's kind of how that came about, like vocal wise. 
<laughs> and I mean, once we decided Travis was going to be the vocalist, right? And then um, he recorded vocals for I'd say two thirds of the record. I think he's pretty much on. Uh, and as far as like lyric writing, like all of us kind of pitched in, right? And we even used Jack, some of James. James had written lyrics for several songs too, and he gave us his blessing to use his lyrics. And so it's kind of a unique <laughs> approach to lyrics for sure. You know, we've never done it that way. So this is definitely like a new approach to like every aspect of the record, pretty much. So it's it's definitely like a there's some curveball, but I still feel like the Grave Upper sound still. Oh yeah, you can still felt does. It's well, it's that that evolving, and it's exactly like what I talk about a lot with you guys is, you know, always like changing it up, pushing the envelope. You got that grave huffer sound, but it's always different. There's always something else. It's not like the same old, same old, you know, or like a repeat of the last thing you did, you know. It's right. it's uh um, and speaking actually uh, of lyrics, um. Spam was wanting to know uh, what was the inspiration behind uh, Ghost Dance. I remember Ghost you uh, saying, I remember you telling me, but uh, yeah, share with the class with the. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, everybody in the back. <laughs> listen up. Uh, listen up. So yeah, Ghost Dance, that's cool. We're talking about that cause, uh, and then talking about Travis at the same time because that was like the second set of lyrics he presented for uh, the new record and um, he was like hey I want to write about the Wounded Knee Massacre and we're like oh shit man. <laughs> of course <laughs> that's, that's, that's heavy shit you know? which and is so right up your guys' alley for like yeah. the story driven you know it's you guys got a at least you know a, a a couple tunes on every album that I noticed that really has like a, a story to be told you know right. um, and uh, yeah. that's you know so anyway yeah yeah I mean I don't know I just I guess for uh, geeks or whatever <laughs> <laughs> you know we like we like to sit down and read books like I don't know you know. <laughs> well, it's cool that you work actual history and stuff into right. your, you know, it's, it's like good against yeah. the living, working, you know, the actual exactly. history and science about the Apollo space program, which is, there's another song on here I wanted to ask you about, but, so, uh, yeah. so, yeah, Ghost Dance. Yeah, it's the Wounded, wounded Knee Massacre, and, uh, you know, they, um, the U.S. troops basically had uh, the Native Americans surrender their weapons, mm -hmm. and <laughs> Native Americans they uh, are like, "Well, no, we're." Uh, I guess, I guess they did, but they did have. I think they had like people or snipers or something in the in the behind the scenes, but. Uh, then you know the troops ended up basically. I mean, it wasn't a battle; it was a massacre. Right. I mean, that's mm -hmm. call it what it is. And um, <clears throat> so they killed Sitting Bull, and the Native Americans really had no other. The only thing they could think to do was it was called the Ghost Dance, and so that's why we called it that. And um, like our drummer Jay is friends with a Native American who. Uh, 
he was going to have her write the lyrics. Wow. Initially, I think. Yeah. But she, she was like, well, I, she goes, I really, I just don't think I can. You know? It was right. just too, too tough for her. And so Travis wrote them. We showed them to her, or Jay showed them to her, and she was like, it, it made her cry. And uh, she was really moved by the lyrics and thought we did a really good job. And so we're like, okay, we'll go ahead and use these. And, uh, well, it feels yeah, good to get pretty you know, emotional. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet. But it's yeah. got to feel. It's got to kind of feel good though to get that, like that blessing, or that it did move somebody. Because you know, there's always, you know, people out there, or groups of people, or whatever that you know, certain sex will feel uh, disenfranchised um, because people right. have just kind of forgotten about, you know, some of these, you know, things that have happened in the past that some people, you know, are, are you know, scarred by it or their lineage is hurt right. by it. And um, yeah. so when somebody takes a moment to give a shit, <laughs> it's, yeah. you know, yeah, exactly. and put it into musical form, um, right. I can imagine that being very touching. Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, <clears throat> it was very emotional recording and the song and um, the vocals and all that stuff you know it, it was pretty pretty wild <clears throat> excuse me and we got a video coming out for that very very soon and, nice uh, it's got the lyric video and images and stuff and some old footage of ghost dances and stuff it's pretty cool came together really really well uh, it should be coming out within the next Days to oh week, really? I yeah, yeah. It's gonna be cool, man. I can't wait for people to see it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Man. Now, um, there's a. Uh, I was just mentioning uh, "Good Against the Living," and uh, yeah, there's a. Uh, there's a song on here. I I, I think that they would uh, really appreciate uh, "Sights <laughs> to the Sky." Yeah. That's uh, that's yeah. a, got a wicked wink and a nod. <laughs> it, it is, it really is. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> yeah, that one's about uh, it's about Buzz Aldrin's wife, right? And um, you know, we went basically into him more than just Apollo, but because we talk about uh, him growing up and kind of what he was into, you right? Know, him, just fights to the sky. You know? kind of that's really how his outlook has always been and um, you know him fighting in the Air Force and shooting down MiG fighters Russian MiG fighters you know I was like dude Buzz is a bad motherfucker oh yeah <laughs> dude I mean oh my god dude well and that's the thing with when the space program started that was the only place they could get people that were qualified to do any of the things or lead the way on any of the stuff or that they would right. be able to put in some sort of a capsule that you know because there was he cheated death so much <laughs> I mean, oh god <laughs> it's like yeah. so many yeah. times man it was like wow yeah. you lived huh <laughs> I did yeah, not exactly. expect that <laughs> right you dig into these people's lives and what they've done and you're like my god man like this these people have just hearts of steel dude well, like, they're just to imagine that 
they would wake up and they would kiss their family goodbye and you know their wives and stuff would know that that might be the last time they see them because of the type of work they do it's just right. it's their day at the office is just insane <laughs> yeah it's like dude you want to talk heavy emotion then whew, look in dig into that there's some strong-willed people that are all in that mm -hmm. the families yep. and all that that are a part of those space programs it's right. Like, see you later, kids. Bye, honey. I'm going to the moon today. Right. You know, I mean, it's just fuck, man. <laughs> so, I mean, it was just another one of those like you were talking about story driven. You know, very fascinating subject, very heavy, very. I mean, it just I just feel like uh, we had been wanting to write a song about Buzz Aldrin since the last record, and right. it's never really materialized. And so, we finally were able to do it this time, and. We wanted to encapsulate all of his life, and started from when he was born up and you know growing up, and then joining the the Air Force. Um, you know some of the stuff he did there, how he was uh, he he was given uh, oh, what was it? the the medals he were he was given. Uh, what were they called? Distinguished Flying Crosses. That's what. It was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like a, a, a medal for, for shooting down the enemy. For uh, being item. badass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A medal for being badass. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, man, that was so cool. But, uh, and then it gets into him joining the space program and doing the whole Gemini, um, you know, getting into right. that. And then the Apollo program going to the moon. And then after all that, you know, he had like, your alcohol and drinking problems and his mother well I can imagine suicide dude it was just, dude, yeah he had a pretty was, traumatic like family yeah. thing going on everything I mean the, right to think that he even held down doing what he was doing <clears throat> is just dude's still here I know it's like wow you know what I'm saying <laughs> and he's still championing NASA and the Mars mission you know he still talks about like at the very end of the video I think there's uh, him having this shirt on that says get your ass to Mars or something <laughs> and I'm like dude it's like a recent picture I'm like he is such a badass well wasn't you know, he also they they shot him back up into space and he, what, isn't he now like the oldest person that's been in space yeah so yeah, he's so. still he's still making landmark moves in space. It's yeah. like, yeah, <laughs> God. Yeah, and there's even there's even a little bit about him. I don't know if you remember this. There was a guy that was wanting him to swear on the Bible that he went to the moon. Oh but, Jesus! You know, he's thinking it was a conspiracy, and uh, so Buzz punched the guy. Yeah, I swear on the Bible. <laughs> Here, <laughs> swear on this. Like, get physical with him. You know, the guy was like, like basically, he was like shoving the Bible at him. Mm -hmm. and, you know, he was getting he was getting physical with him, and Buzz told him, no, you know, go away, leave me alone. Finally, Buzz was turned around, and bam, he dropped it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's in the song. You know, I mean, it's, we tried to. It's hard to encapsulate a whole person's life in a five and a half minute song right but, right you know, we, it, we tried our best and I feel like it, it, it's pretty accurate you know 
uh, and then there's a cool little guitar solo in there by a guy named Chewie from a little band called Boy Bond. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool. Yes, you got you got all sorts of uh, um, guests on this album, and <laughs> I I wondered if if that had anything to do. Um, with um the the whole departure of of James that or if these were already things that were in the works and planned or if it um you wanted to experiment and bring more in and kind of take cuz you know that whole making lemons out of lemonade and taking advantage of um you know being down a member kind of and yeah um so is was these things kind of like already like planned ahead of time or was this something like you well, felt yeah I mean some of it was but uh, not specifically who we were going to use right you know and, um, but yeah like you say down a member and then it's like we'll record a new record or get a new singer and it was just a lot to take in at once and but I mean it was kind of weird like thankfully at the time Mike our bass player we both worked together so that honestly was a big help because we were able to communicate and work about this stuff right and so that that helped quite a bit yeah we being able, able to, to out. yeah what's that no just saying being able to have time to talk about it other than you know because right yeah and we were able to hash out like ideas for art and just ideas for music ideas like you say for you know guests and you know we love collaborating with people i mean i don't know i just think we're just it's fun to do and mm-hmm. it's always cool to get somebody's twist on things and um it adds you know, a whole new it, dynamic it really does and uh you just never know what that can turn into as far as the connection and so it, it's really cool you know i mean hell maybe voivod will hear it and be like hey we want to play some shows with these guys I mean you just never know <laughs> exactly so, uh, but you know we've got his blessing to come hang out with them anytime they play the area so it's like hey you know yeah we're, we're exactly stoked, stoked about that you know and, and Dan Dan Mongrain's his name super nice guy mm-hmm. and um, he said once we release that song with, um, which it is going to be one of the singles and he's like, you know, I'll share it all over my social media, website, all that. So, so that's yeah, another. I'm I'm really impressed with his his work on that. It's really cool. Some pretty cool effects. Yeah. Some like the like I like the uh, the effect that he did. Like I don't know if it's like how it's like layered or um, oh yeah, yeah doubler yeah. or Two guitars. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's wicked cool. It is. I love it the is. way it I came out. Right, yeah, you listen to it on headphones and it starts out like you can tell he double tracked that solo and then when he gets to where playing when the melody kind of separates and does more of a harmony. Right. Um, the the imaging on the headphones it like splits and so it's, it's it's like, Whoa, it really throws you back a little bit. It's really cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I I yeah. was uh listening to it this morning and I was like and it's so perfect for the tune, I mean it really <laughs> it is. It is. It's got that spacey quality. Mm-hmm. It does. It's like <laughs> fits perfect. Like this, um, 
like I don't know, just exactly what you would, uh, you know, picture for a, like a space guitar or whatever. It's like exactly, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, he just nailed it, you know. And we because we sent him the lyrics and the, a rough mix of the song and then a guide vocal because we hadn't even done vocals yet. So I had to put down a guide vocal. All so right. I was the only one there. Yeah, and I, we left a little bit of my vocal, but most of it is Travis and Jay, and then because you know I wanted them to sing it, but right. Um, but yeah, so um, yeah, that's it. it can't, and he got it done like in a week. You know, I mean, it was it was really cool. That's awesome. Now, um, <laughs> you got to tell me. Oh, uh, I, when I first heard this, I was like. Uh, are they really doing this? <laughs> and uh, I was like, oh man, uh, tell me a little oh, bit about this uh, Death Before Disco. Uh, oh man. Okay, so, <laughs> <laughs> our bass player, Mike, oh, dude, ever since I've known this guy, he's always wanted to do a song called Death Before Disco. I have no clue why, but that's just, he's always wanted to. Right. And so we're like, he finally got his wish. <laughs> he goes, we're doing it this time. I'm like, okay. Well, originally, the idea was to play Staying Alive, okay? Right. That's originally what we were going to do. And for whatever reason, we decided to do You Should Be Dancing by the Bee Gees. And uh, <laughs> so we're like, so we're going to play awesome. We're, you know, <laughs> we're going to play this song. And, uh, you know, so Mike's like, you think people, what do you think people will think? I'm like, dude, I don't know. I mean, they'll either be impressed or they'll be like, what are they doing? You know? so, uh, I got to admit, it was a little of both. I was like, what the hell is this? I was giggling. I'm like, really? Are they going to do this? It's awesome, man. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I mean, that's Travis singing and... Really channeling uh, what's his name there from the Bee Gees with the high pitched yeah. <laughs> Terry Gibb or whatever he had. Yeah. <laughs> so I, okay, Mike learned the bass line. He go and so we're like, fuck, we got to do this now. He's learned his part. Right. So, um, so I sat down. I learned the guitar part, <laughs> and uh, there's actually a couple different guitar parts I had to play, and so. <laughs> And then Mike's like, maybe I can get Doug to play horns on it. Right. So Doug plays all these horn parts, and then, oh, God, it, it was... And then Jay was like, dude, I've never played a disco beat in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was, so that was Jay's first attempt at the disco beat. I mean, this was all very... It happened really quick. And uh, well, that's... I'm surprised how well it came out, to be honest. Well, when you're, like you said, when you're, like, writing as you're recording, it, a lot of, uh, you know, surprising things can happen. Exactly. And, uh, exactly. that's definitely, yeah. uh, <laughs> good example. And yeah. it's a, it's a prime example of your guys' attitude and everything, you right. know, just having fun and, you know, um, you know, having a laugh, but doing it awesomely and hardcore <laughs> right yeah 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 and so like um, so it's about a, almost a minute of the BG thing and then <laughs> and then um, 
we had our friend Stan, who is the he's uh, he has the Reality Impaired Recordings label, which we were on. We're, we actually still are, honestly. But and he's he sang for so many bands, and uh, he he's been dude. He's he's just been a hell of a record label guy ever since I've known him, and. His voice, he's the one that's like, does the boogie at the beginning, you know? <laughs> nice. That his voice is like, we wanted him to initially be the singer, but he's like, guys, I just can't do that for right. a whole show. You know, because he just, dude, when he does those gutturals, mm-hmm. it's like his whole, it's like his whole body is coming out of his mouth. <laughs> it's just, it's just, damn, get on the fucking dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> And actually, that was him, like, when we had him, you know, because he does some other guest vocals on the record, and then we had him do that, he goes, what do you want me to say? (laughs) (laughs) And we're like, just whatever you think, uh, somebody just bust in and want to, like, (laughs) 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 pretend (laughs) pretend you want to hear some disco. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that, dude. Was like his, that was his first take. That's exactly what really? he said. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. It was, it, it was timed perfect, and I, I was sitting there, and Mike was there, and um, I had to turn around in my chair because I was laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine, dude. Dude, that song was so fun to put together. I mean, it I, sounds it. Like, it was, and, and like the whole like grind part there the other two minutes of the song um, awesome. like, we wrote all that like within we wrote all that that day and then recorded it that day no shit and uh, yeah I mean it was just like bam 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 and um, the only direction we have was Mike at the end he's like I, I'm like man I'm kind of hearing more of like a mosh part here and he's like yeah I think like Napalm Death Harmony Corruption I was like okay so that was the very first riff that came out of my hand <laughs> That's wow. And um, so, yeah, it was very spontaneous, and I'm glad it turned out the way it did. And then Travis wrote the lyrics for it, and um, those were the first set of lyrics he wrote for the record. And they turned out really cool. Like, it's just yeah, it did. Uh, like, and his vocal was just real, like, spastic and kind of unhinged. it's awesome dude it's it's one of them you know it's one of them tunes that you know you're like you got a big old cheesy grin on your face the whole time you're listening to it (laughs) because you just you can't really believe what you're hearing you know but it's like so awesome that you are (laughs) it's it's working cool man so um yeah that was that was fun so you uh you got some other ones um I want to talk like uh smaller than death. Yes, yes. Um yeah, t- that was uh about Andre the Giant. Mhm. Uh, I figured. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, it's a, it's a sound bite there. So yeah, uh, that's another song that's got Jay's riff, like the first riff is Jay's and cuz we were just racking our brains like how we we had no intro to this song. We had all the other parts, and we're like, how are we going to have this start? And Jay had that riff, and we're like, why don't we just use that? And so that's kind of how that happened. But that was actually the first song that we had written for the record. 
and uh, it had been kind of floating around for six or eight months before we even started recording. And uh, I, we, I think we were going to play it as a show one time, but for whatever reason we didn't because we didn't have a way to start it. Oh, right. And so, <clears throat> or at least a way we, we didn't want it to just start with that second part. Uh, oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. that was... That was another one of those things where Mike was always, he always wanted to write a song about Andre the Giant. And so, <laughs> so I wanted to write it more about his life and how he hates you know, having to take a shit on the small toilet. And they never flush the first time, it's always the second. <laughs> Like, you know, he's such a big guy. Like, he's like, he was he's so huge. Shower. Yeah. <laughs> Like how am I supposed to shower in the hotel bathroom? <laughs> you know, it was, you know, it was just about his more about his frustration with like living life in general, and well, you know, how like he would fart for thirty seconds and all the drinking and all that stuff. You know, he would he had to get everything made for him. I mean, he's, exactly. He's like, yeah, I mean, exactly. I guess Shaquille O'Neal is kind of on them levels with some things, right? But. Yeah. There's overall, there's a lot of stuff, however large it might be, that Shaquille O'Neal could buy off the rack or whatever, shirts, stuff like that. Andre the Giant was of a size, and you know, it's like a t-shirt, you know, would be a sheet, you know, like a king-size yeah, exactly. sheet. I yeah, mean... Yeah, like a fucking bed sheet. He was yeah. he he was just monstrous levels of huge. <laughs> you right. know, yeah, dude, he was like you seven, It was five, really like unassuming. It would yeah. be really unassuming until you saw somebody like Hulk Hogan standing next to him and it was like his hand would wrap around Hulk Hogan's hand, you know, it's like Exactly. He was just monstrous, yeah. dude. Right. And he's worthy of a song. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, it was a lot about. It was another thing with the whole buzz song. It's more about his life, not just his, not just the space program, but more about his life. Right. And, you know, that's in there, of course, and the wrestling's in there too. But it's more about you know his life and then how it must have been frustrating for him to do certain things and right you know, simple it, things. And, that... and that's why we named the song "Smaller Than Death" because it's like. He was larger than life. Right. So you're never, no one can defeat that. So that was pretty much why we made it that. Yeah, I thought it was uh, right away when I uh, had heard the soundbite and stuff, and then I'm like, oh, wow. This is, uh, yeah. I think this is about Andre the Giant. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just yeah. a wild guess. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a fun one. That's a real fun one. Um, and the guitar solo in that is another guest appearance. Mm -hmm. um, it was by a guy named Korean Murphy, and he's the one that builds our amps. Uh, oh, nice. Station amps. Yeah. And he was uh, in Nevermore and Annihilator. Yeah, I was reading some of his uh, his uh, credentials there. Wow. Pretty killer. Nevermore yeah, is... Yeah. Uh, I've loved Nevermore forever. Um, ever since I heard that song... Ever since I heard that song, uh, uh, Dreaming in Neon Black, that friggin', yes. oh lord, uh, that whole album, that whole album kicks oh, yeah. ass, but that was like my, my introduction to them, and then, of course, you know, 
you, you go back and you check out their, you know, the whole catalog, and you're like, where the hell was I when this was coming out? No kids. They, they kind of floated under the radar for a bit. It's so, un- it's weird because you, you can't understand why. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I know. It's, wow. It's crazy. They are uh-huh. awesome levels. They have been uh, definitely uh, one of my, uh, you know, when I get a chance to just sit back and, you know, listen to some tunes or whatever, I always, I got a couple uh, Nevermore tunes always in the mix. Just always, they 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 also had a little bit of that uh, typo-negative quality. Like, I yeah, would... They, I I would they, had, they had a little bit of a gothic vibe. Yeah, and I would put yeah. them in that, like, same, you know, like hold them to the same you know it's like wow awesome stuff and a lot of the right. larger than life sounds and you know it's mm-hmm. it's just insane yeah. that they you know weren't um bigger than they were you know it's weird it, yeah i kind of thought that too i mean they were starting to get that way and then they broke up and i was like damn it yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> I know. I so know. that's cool because I've seen now. I've seen uh, the imps and stuff. That, well, the cabs that uh, that he does, and awesome dude. And especially uh, being a custom, you know, bloody grave huffer cabs and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's another guy. That's a, a guy out of California. Oh, that's a different guy. Yeah, it's a different guy. Um, he the. Coran does the actual amplifiers. Oh, the actual uh, amps. Yeah, the custom audio mutation. Uh, Ooh. You've, you've probably seen it. It's like, it's a silver, the one I have, it's like that silver alligator print. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's him. That's him. That's killer. Yeah, that's way yeah. awesome. Thanks for that. I mean, dude, it's on the record, so, I mean, it sounds awesome. Dude, and I I love uh, his uh, whole solo in that. And at, for well, at first I was wondering if um uh, uh what you, what's his name from uh, Voivod had done a couple. I was like, whoa, wait a oh, minute. Okay. And then yeah, and yeah. then I went and uh, you know was reading through it some more, and I was like, ah, okay. So, but yeah, uh, yeah, I yeah. love his so that's wicked cool. The way yeah, he did like, all that. Yeah. You know, yeah, we kind of wanted it to be like the point where Andre's beating the shit out of somebody. Yeah, I get that vibe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right, 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 right. Oh, man. So, yeah, you you guys guys really pulled off some killer stuff here, man. Um, Thanks, man. I'm, uh, I'm so tell me, uh, what, what, what is next? on the agenda now I know you were talking about um, you guys are going to be releasing another single yeah um, the next single is going to be the song Causes and that's um, it's weird like how this all came together Um, the lyrics for that were actually it's a poem and it's by a friend of ours that had passed away four or five years ago oh okay uh, yeah and so we thought it'd be cool to have like a dedication to him and we're like well why don't we just use one of his poems as a lyric to one of the songs and we right. got his family bless- you know we got his family blessing to do that right yeah and, um, <clears throat> and dude this is kind of freaky man so we're, we're Travis and I worked on that song together it's both of us singing it and, oh okay uh, cool 
Yeah, and that's got horns at the end. Um, so yeah, that song uh, is, that was a, that was weird. It was a song that Mike had completely written on bass. Like he wrote this entire song on bass, and he's like, "Okay, here's kind of what I'm thinking." <laughs> and um, so so we all got together and just did it and recorded it. And then when we're doing the vocals, it's just a one. It's a poem, so there's no like first chorus, first chorus. Right. It's all like it's, it's linear. Mm-hmm. And the song kind of, the, the way the song is put together is kind of linear too, so it worked out really cool. So that we're like recording this the lyrics to the we're recording the vocals to the song. I mean, this was all like I said, real spontaneous. Mm-hmm. And uh, the very last line of the song is where the fucking song changes to the slow part and end, and that's when the horns come in. And so we use the entire poem. And it fit perfectly. That's and we cool. We had no zero idea that that was going to happen. Like we didn't plan that out at all. It, so Travis, it timed itself do. out. Yeah, he goes, guys. The last word of the song ends at the change where we were going to end the you know, the song. And we're like, what? He goes, yeah, dude. He goes, we don't have to cut anything, or <laughs> add anything. I was like, oh, it's kind of creepy, man. <laughs> <laughs> kind of weird. weird. It was and like. Even the name of the poem is Causes, and we're like, we'll just call the song that. And so it's our dedication to our friend, and it's the guy that I was telling you that sings in the Disc Before Disco, the whole boogie, you know, that Oh, yeah. Band. It, it's his best friend, and they were in a band together. Get The, the name of the band is Get the Vaginal Discharge. <laughs> <laughs> but of course it <laughs> is. <laughs> Okay, and uh, Ryan Ryan was a singer. It was just two guys, Ryan sang, and then Stan played acoustic guitar. And they would would just play these crazy, just silly kind of Mojo Nixon kind of stuff. They actually played a show with Mojo Nixon. Oh, wow, okay. uh, Yeah, so it's kind of like that kind of stuff, you know, real sarcastic fighting lyrics and real happy-sounding guitar, acoustic guitar stuff, and... But they were like pretty legendary here in Joplin. <laughs> I mean, anytime they would play a show, there'd be hundreds of people there. So, That's uh, awesome. So yeah, we we thought it'd be cool to dedicate that song to him and use his lyrics. And the way, like I said, the way it came out was too perfect. Almost like he was there writing it with you or something. There. Seriously, very serendipitous. Like, yeah, exactly, dude, exactly. That's wicked cool. So, um, what's the what's the timetable looking like for uh, all the release releases? I should say, and all that. Well, well uh, like I said the, earlier, the uh, uh, Ghost Dance video will be out probably within the week. Uh, That's awesome. And then Causes will probably be out. Uh, I'm guessing around Halloween time, maybe. Cool. Um, Perfect. And then. Um, I believe uh, Sights to the Sky will be the last single and that'll be out probably around Christmas I'm guessing oh wow okay uh, I'm not real sure and we've got a, we've already got the video for that and, uh, we already got the artwork and all that stuff uh, wow been, way cool dude we've been working our asses off on this stuff man uh, yeah and, I uh, know it, it, it's like it, but it's been really fun, though. It, that's the thing. It's been so so much fun doing this. It's like we don't even realize all the hard work we've done until we sit back and like, man, 
man, we've got a lot of shit accomplished and, since we started this whole journey, you know, and I just right. feel like we're all, we're all so focused that it doesn't feel like hard work, you know, it's like we're enjoying it so much that it's coming out the way we want to and we've never really had any kind of arguments about it or anything, I mean, there, there's been some, I wouldn't say heated conversation, but there's definitely been some conversations where, where one person's like, oh man, you know, like, maybe somebody's trying to push their point, and right. maybe the rest of the guys are like, oh man, I just, I'm not, you know, we're not feeling that, you know, there, there's been a couple of instances like that, but other than that, Naturally, been, I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, like you said, that happens when you're all very artistic and driven. Exactly. You know, like we are. It's just, you know, being on the same page 100% of the time is just going to be almost impossible, but I feel like we are about 90% of the time, so I'm, I feel like that's good, good odds. Yeah, it, it is. It is, really. I mean, there's been bands that have stayed together for years with less odds than that, so... Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. So, so yeah. is it... Um, now, is the the complete album going to be released uh, this year or at the beginning? Uh, it'll be January 15th, I think. January 15th? Of, of, of 2021, yeah. And you guys... First of 2021. And you guys are doing um, vinyls? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I've seen the vinyl pressing. Yeah. Yeah, three-color vinyl. Uh, 180 nice. gram weight, all that stuff. Um, I believe a company out, out of Czech Republic is pressing it. Uh, GZ Media, I believe, is pressing the vinyl. Let's check them out. Um, they're doing... Man, it's gonna be cool. <laughs> it's gonna be cool. Like we, we're discussing colors, like right now, actually, and we're gonna have a tie-in with the front cover, like the colors. Right. It's like red, red, yellow, black, that kind of thing. Yeah. And we're we're trying to see how we're gonna whether we're gonna do a splatter or a marble or a swirl or how we're, which style we're gonna go for. That's looking cool. Yeah, I yeah, think it's yeah. it's really neat having the. Uh, um, you know the variety or the the different styles, and it it it, it does give like uh, it that feeling of you know it's a one of a kind. Where well, it's a one of right. so many. You know, I mean, right, exactly. So it's you know yeah, it each, makes it even more kind of you know special. Yeah, each one looks a little bit different. Exactly. Yeah, I've noticed that too yeah. with like the spot. They're not uniform. So it's no. like one from one album to another, they can all be looking completely different. Right. Yeah. The process is cool. It's like they put these weird little like color blobs in there, and then they just press them together in this this heated plate. Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of you they work they you know they they pull it out there, and it's just like a fucking record, you know? <laughs> it's like whoa! It is so it blows my mind, dude. It's just not, <laughs> Like uh, no, when No Slip did the EPs, uh, they had got a video from Palomino Press who did those, and um, we I remember we posted that and people were like, "I've never seen the record being pressed." You know, they were like, "Yeah, it is cool looking." There's it does. It looks. It looks really cool. Yeah, it is. Um, the uh, well, the thing too about. The uh, the gram weight of a grave for album it's perfect because it reminds you of like how heavy a friggin' tombstone is. 
It, I mean, it like all the all the other regular records that I have in my collection are like intimidated by that. Right. <laughs> like, did you see the size of that fucking record? Jesus. Yeah, right. That's one heavy yeah. some bitch, dude. <laughs> so so that's cool. So we're gonna get um some some more releases leading up. Two more. I thought there was only going to be uh, uh, one more, so that's cool. And uh, yeah, and a video. Well, two videos. Right. Yeah, two videos. Jesus. We actually, we might we might be making a video for causes too. We're, we're still trying to figure out like the concept, right? Like how we're going to do it, since it's kind of like a different approach, you know, you know, with somebody else writing the lyrics and all that. Exactly. We're trying to figure out exactly how we're going to approach it. We still, you know, because obviously a tribute to someone so and um but we also want to be respectful so right it's a delicate you want to do it right you want to be exactly you know something that not only you're proud of but you you'd think that you know they and their family would you know respect and be proud of so i mean that's that's kind of the point (laughs) exactly exactly (laughs) yeah that that one's gonna be uh little bit more of a challenge since it's somebody we know personally so but yeah right yeah that's other than that yep three singles three videos that's not too shabby I, 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 I must say, Rich, you guys have been kicking ass, dude. Um, Thanks, man. There, there isn't a, there isn't a day that goes by that you, you don't have something that is going on, or at least uh, new music, or you guys really. I mean, you're even keeping it up with the merch. That's why I'm always telling people go over and check out the merch because chances are they got something different over there. Something new, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we try to keep things like. Like you say, try to just keep the ball rolling, you know. Right. Keep, keep the keep the momentum going, you know. All the whole, all the cliches, strike while the iron's hot, all that stuff. Right. Um, and always try to have the one hand washes the other kind of vibe. When somebody does something for you, you let people know that. You right. Know, radio play, all that stuff. You know, when people buy merch, dude. Any almost every time somebody buys merch from us, they'll they'll message just a picture of them wearing a shirt or they'll pack mm-hmm. it in a post and I'm always sharing that shit yeah they, they fucking love it you know they love that shit like so they feel like the yeah. band cares of, and we fucking do care you know exactly I mean? it's like this this means the world to us. Well, so many, so many people either because of schedules or just not paying attention or not being, you know, um, um, up to date with the social media. Just they kind of um, inadvertently ignore fans, and that only, yeah. you know. And I'm not trying to like put fans because, dude, everybody's got lives besides making, you know. So you know, making all the music and everything, so it's uh, it's understandable to a certain extent, but right. um, there there is um, you know a lot of bands out there, especially with the tools that um, are out there in all different areas. Um, right. You know, even with, you know, you hear me talking a lot about like uh, you know the the streaming end of things over in you know Twitch or whatever. It's like if that's the angle you right. want to go, there are a ton of free tools that are there for you to be able to you know um, interact with your fans and exactly you know exactly. 
um, at least, uh, you know, uh, putting out, you know, some uh, response or whatever. When you can keep right. up on that, it, it comes back to you. When you, it does. You know, when you show that you're appreciative of your fans, uh, it 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 tends to turn out that there'll be more of them to appreciate. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. And, right. and you guys are cool, man. They're, they're nice to their fans. Exactly. Yeah, well, like uh, I talk a lot about. Um, like uh, how sepsis they they do a lot of like live uh streams and stuff like that they've been doing a lot over on facebook right. but it was like you know how facebook is it's like give us money or we're gonna suppress your stream you know and you know exactly. so yeah. um where twitch is the other way around you know so right. um they're like oh well we'll give you look you can get bits you can do this we'll even uh we'll even give you a free sub so you can give some subs away i mean Twitch is like here, right. give some shit away, <laughs> you know. Right, yeah, come and, on, man, this is all. You know, and like yeah, Facebook right. is like, pay me money now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. So, uh, but one thing um, that's great with them making the switch over to there is now it's already come back to them like tenfold because all that interacting that they do, it is more conducive over there for the type of stuff that they do. So it makes right, much right. more sense, and I'm loving the fact that they're getting that back in spades because there's a lot of times when you guys are in your position where it doesn't feel like you're getting a return on your investment, you know, whether right, it be yeah. monetarily or time-wise or effort-wise, it's it's hard to tell sometimes, and sometimes you won't mm-hmm. tell until a little while down the road, you know? It's yeah, like, man, I mean, and that's, that's 100% true, man, it really is, very well said. It's you know and it, it can it can be uh, that's the that's the thing that gets you know I think gets a lot of bands frustrated or whatever is mm-hmm. getting for getting sure, lost sure. in all that the mire and one thing right. that I've noticed about the way you guys do things um, is like there's a lot of bands out there that um, instead of releasing whole albums. Uh, they pretty much kind of piecemeal their albums out. They might have an album's worth of stuff, but they only release, you know, singles at a time. And they, you know, do it that way. And they keep, you know, every month or so releasing some new music to kind of try to stay relevant. Where, Where you guys... You kind of take that idea and you know turn it on its head a little. It's like, yeah, we're still gonna be making full albums and putting out, you know, and you know keeping up with everybody and letting everybody know. Here, look, we got new music. Oh yeah, look, new music must be a new week because there's new grave huffer. <laughs> you know? So, um, but you guys did that, you know, coming off the your fault, which was a killer campaign for all that. Yeah. And then uh-huh. you guys, you know, almost seemingly went right into Stalingrad's Cross and Demon Face, you know, that, mm-hmm. at least that's what it felt like, you know what I mean? And then, right, right. And yeah. then now that um, now it's like, everybody's like, alright, yeah I got that, or I know what it, now all of a sudden there's brand new music <laughs> coming out right. from yeah. and without having to piecemeal stuff out, just the way that you guys um, work it and um, try to steadily be you know, in the Zeitgeister, you know, out there. Sure. Rather than just, right. you know, okay, we released an album. Now we're going to disappear, and you won't hear from us until we're going to release another album. You know, another album. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and, and, I mean, that's you do. You, you kind of. I think part of that is like being our age. You know, we grew up with bands released 
albums once a year. <laughs> right. You know, back back in the seventies and eighties, even the the nineties. You know, and then things started to slow down as to why, uh, as far as album releases. But we're trying to combine the old school approach with the new school approach, I guess. And I'm like, you know, try to release a lot of content. Try to release, you know, release it all a little closer together. But at the same time, spread out some of the uh, song releases and right. campaigns and you know all that kind of stuff, and um, and then try to uh, tie in merchandise with with the particular songs, you know that kind of thing. And you know, it's like I said, it's a lot of work, but we, we enjoy it. So well, that's just not? it. If you're if you <laughs> love what if you love the work that you're doing, it kind of it's not really work. You know, exactly. and, and exactly. it's so you know. Sometimes you, it's like, oh wow, I've been working on this for sixteen hours, huh? <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. notice I was having so much damn fun. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, hey man, uh, I have to. Yeah, yeah. I know you got a. I'm gonna be all here, so I yeah. got it short, but. I don't want to be late. I gotta exactly be here in about thirty minutes. Yeah, I was just looking at the clock there. Um, yeah. Well, I want to. Uh, I want to thank you for taking the time to, to talk with us. I know you are a uh, very busy man, and um, right. But uh, definitely, Richie. Um, I am totally impressed with this. I can't wait for people to hear more. Um, this is a stellar album. You guys did a kick-ass job, man. I'm proud. I'm impressed, and. Um, I'm glad that you uh, took the time to uh, sit down and talk with us today. Thanks, Joe. Man, this has been a, such an awesome interview, as they always are. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad I was able to send you the record, and we were able to talk about it. Man, That's, it's just it's made my day. Well, I'm I'm glad we made somebody's day. <laughs> Yay! Well, Thanks you have uh, for tuning in and all that shit. So, yes, you know, everybody in chat, all that stuff. Yeah, and if you're, uh, um, is there any links, real quick, is there uh, any uh, links that you want to uh, blast off before we go? Well, dude, um, you know, Bandcamp, Bandcamp <laughs> is freaking waving their artist fees today, so everybody go to Bandcamp! Yes! Bandcamp.gravehupper.com, Bandcamp.gravehupper.com, we have merch out the freaking wazoo, man. Yeah, you guys got like a Kmart over there. It's like a Huffmart. Yeah. <laughs> Huffmart. <laughs> All right. Well, it's been great talking to you, brother. You be safe out there, and um, we'll be uh, catching up on the other side. Cheers, man. Cheers, brother.